Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. 
888-789-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, welcome. Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Tuesday, the 29th of November. Good to have you aboard. However, you're listening to the program. I love you long time, of course, presented from day number one, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of personal injury, any kind of accident you've been in, car accident, motorcycle, bike, slip and fall, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Those are my guys. You got any type of injury you're dealing with, I'm sending you to them because I want to make sure that you get taken care of properly. So, we got a big Tuesday show planned for everybody today. I am excited to be here with you because 
This is a pretty major day for our country. That's right. U.S. men's national team, Iran, let's go. Take no prisoners, all right? We beat Iran, and we, and we own their country. That's how it works, right? If you, if you eliminate a team, because you'd be eliminating them, you know, it would be the United States and England would then advance. If the United States beats Iran, we own Iran. And then they can't have their reporters ask the stupid questions anymore to Tyler Adams yesterday. Oh, what, what a shit show yesterday. We'll get to that coming up. But I'm very pumped up. Two o'clock today. If you're listening to the show before the game starts, maybe you're listening during the game. Hey, that's awesome. You're a big Zazzle Show 2.0 fan. Or if you're listening afterward, hopefully you're hearing me afterward. I, see, I don't know who won. You may be listening right now. It's like 5, 6 p.m., and you already know the U.S. won. I don't know that they won. All right, that's crazy. You're listening right now. You know that the United States beat Iran. Right now, at this very moment, I don't know if they won. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I hope they did. You know, though. Anyway, that's coming up today at 2 p.m. You got the United States men's national soccer team playing the biggest soccer match that they've had in very, very many years. When you think about it right now, uh, because they weren't in the World Cup four years ago, it's been eight years, and they've scored one goal. In the last eight years. That's what we're talking about, right? In the last eight years, they have scored one goal. It was the first game, obviously, against Wales. So, And they're coming off a great performance against England. So, uh, you know, if that's a building block and they're in a position where they're in a must-win scenario, this would be, you know, the best-case scenario, right? Where they're in a must-win situation, but they're coming off of a very good performance against England. They should be riding high going into today. I, I, think, I, I think if you would have told... The U.S. men's soccer team. Hey, you're going to get to the third game in group play. If you win, you're in the knockout round. They probably all take that scenario. Would you like to go into today saying, okay, we could we can get a draw, get away with one point, and get ourselves in? Yes. But I think if you would have said beforehand, look, if you get a, three points, if you get a win in your final game against Iran, yeah, Iran, Iran. If you get three points against Iran, if you get a win, well, I hope they beat them 10-0. I'm, I'm so pissed, this Iran. If you get a win against Iran, you're moving on to the knockout round. I, I think you probably wind up taking that. So we're going to get back to that in a second. That's the big story of the day, all right? Now, we got to do some good times, hard times today. It's Tuesday. Week 12 NFL is in the books last night. Not, I mean, not a terrible game, but two bad teams. It wasn't a terrible game. The Steelers, they win 24-17 against the Colts. Jeff Saturday, clock management, that's the whole thing. That is, I do wonder today, do the guys on national television, the, the, the analysts, the opinionists, the talking heads, are they going to get after their boy? Are they going to go after one of their own? Because if there was another coach who managed the clock or mismanaged the clock the way Jeff Saturday did last night on Monday Night Football, the guys on television, they're, they're going to kill him. They're going to annihilate him. But this is their guy. This is their friend. He was one of them. Are they going to go after him? That's always interesting. I'm, I'm curious as to how all those guys on television react today. But Jeff Saturday, he, he looked like a guy who does not know how to manage the clock. All right. Uh, probably not why they lost. Would the scenario have been a little bit different if they would have used a couple timeouts there? Uh, you don't get to carry him over to next week. 
It's not like salary cap where you can go year to year, you can carry it over a little bit. No, you don't. Hey, Jeff, you don't get to carry over the timeouts. You're done. It's over with. So last night, week 12, they are now in the books. And of course, (coughs) excuse me, as far as the Dolphins go, we will begin to look ahead to the San Francisco 49ers. This is a major matchup. We got bulletin board material. That's coming up. I'll let you know about that. I do want to mention real quick. Oh, by the way. Oh, my God. And last night. So I'm watching the Panthers last night. Uh, because, of course, I love the Panthers. I'm watching the Panthers last night. And, and they just can't get the, They just can't get it right. They can't get it straight. Sasha Barkov's not with the team right now. He's going to miss the game tonight as well. They're hoping he'll return at one point during this Canadian road trip. Tonight, the Panthers are at Calgary. He's sick still. Sasha Barkov, not COVID apparently. They they lose last night in overtime. They give up the game-tying goal with four and a half seconds remaining. Just, just to, And they lose right away in, in overtime. Just a killer. It's one step forward, two steps back. Ed Jovanovsky, uh, one of my all-time favorites. Great dude. He's going to join us coming up on Zaslow Show 2.0 today. So we'll get Eddie Jovanovsky checking in with us. I got some questions asking him about the defense, different style of play this year. We'll see if he's as frustrated as I am with the Panthers right now. We dropped a 10, 8, and 4. They're under 500. I mean, they are. They're two games under 500. Sucks. That record sucks. So we'll get Jovo Cop on the show coming up in a little bit. Last night, though, with the Panthers, I got tired. It's like mid-third period, tied 2-2. I had to hit that record button. I'm still getting over being sick, so I don't have my I don't have all my wind in me yet. And I had to hit that record button and finish the game this morning. Uh, extremely disappointing finish there. The Heat are back in action tomorrow night there in Boston. Ooh, man, that could be ugly. Anyway, so I want to get back to the soccer in a moment here. But first, I got to let everybody know. So... My kids and I, we've been watching, and we finished up the show last night. You know, I'm always looking for new shows. Looking for new shows on Netflix, or Amazon Prime, or on uh, Peacock, or Hulu, whatever. I can't sit here and name all the streaming services. I'm going to be here forever. But, my kids, we started watching Wednesday. Wednesday Adams, the Adams family. We started watching Wednesday last week. We finished it last night. It's eight episodes. I think there's going to be another season. It's not confirmed. I'm going to tell you something. Like, maybe you're skeptical. It's Adam's family. You're not really into it, that whole deal. Um, That show is fantastic. I loved it so much. The girl who plays Wednesday, Jenna Ortega, best Wednesday Adams. Funny thing is, Christina Ricci, who we also know is a great Wednesday Adams. She's one of the main characters in this show. Now, she's obviously not playing Wednesday. But this Jenna Ortega, who I'd never heard of before. My older son knows who she is. This Jenna Ortega, by far best Wednesday Adams. This show is so good. I can't rep. Now, Morticia and Gomez are played by Catherine Zeta-Jones, good Morticia, and Luis Guzman, who I couldn't wrap my head around as Gomez. I don't know, maybe because I expect Gomez to be like this suave, debonair guy, and, you know, Luis, Gomez, Luis Guzman looks like Luis Guzman. I couldn't wrap my head around Luis Guzman as Gomez, but here's the thing. Morticia and Gomez, very small role. They are not in the show very much. The show is about Wednesday, and she is sent off to a boarding school, the same school her parents went to, and 
That's the show. It's about her semester there at this school. And she's a se- here's the best way to describe she solves a she's solving a murder throughout the show. Essentially, it's Wednesday Adams slash Nancy Drew. That's the show. And I mean, it's got some violence, you know, and, and obviously, you know, it's a sci-fi kind of deal. I'm telling you, I hope I'm describing it all right. Netflix Wednesday. Show is fantastic. My boys loved it. I loved it. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that there's a new season. I, I know it's it's trending on Netflix, so it's easy to find right now. If you're looking for a new show to watch with your entire family, I can't recommend it enough. Wednesday on Netflix is so fantastic. A great, great show. It's a murder mystery kind of thriller deal. And and like I said, the best way to describe it, and it's got all the Adams Family characters. They're, they have small roles besides Wednesday, but... It's it's Wednesday Adams slash Nancy Drew. That's essentially the show. Loved it. Loved it. My favorite show in a really long time. So go check out Wednesday. All right. We'll get get to the Panthers in a second here. I want to talk about this U.S. men's soccer team. So here's the thing, right? So biggest game maybe ever for the U.S. men's national soccer team. I know they've been to the round of 16 before. I understand that. So it's like, oh, Zaslow. Obviously, when you're playing in the round 16, that's bigger than right now. Well, not with the expectation that this team had going into the World Cup. Not with waiting eight years to play another World Cup match. Not with Captain America, Christian Pulisic, who's probably the greatest U.S. men's soccer player we've ever had. All right, The, the expectation and the pressure is super high this afternoon. And I'm not going to sit here as if I'm some type of expert when it comes to not only soccer. Now, you know, I'm an all-girl season ticket holder. It's Miami. You know that, right? And we're a soccer house. You know my son, Weston Select U14 boys. He's the goalkeeper. We're a soccer family. But I'm not sitting here like I'm some type of expert. But the way that I'm seeing it right now, this afternoon, I mean, the team has scored one goal. They haven't lost. I mean, they could realistically not lose a single game this World Cup and not get out of group play, which would be a massive disappointment, especially if they only wind up scoring one goal in the World Cup, (coughs) which is what they're sitting on right now. But the way I see it, uh, you know, as somewhat of a, a, a novice, if you will, U.S. men's soccer fan, it's time for Christian Pulisic to put his stamp on U.S. men's soccer. That's how I see it. He's Captain America. He's possibly the greatest U.S. men's soccer player we've ever had. You got high expectation. You know, I'm watching Argentina the other day. They have to win the game. They had to win the second game against Mexico. And now not to compare Christian Pulisic to Messi. He is our best player, though. But Argentina was in a must-win situation. Who gets them on the board? Lionel Messi. That's what You're the best player. That's what you got to do. And that's the situation I think that Christian Pulisic finds himself in. Time for Christian Pulisic to put his stamp on U.S. men's soccer. I think that's what we're talking about here. And that would be getting a win today in a must-win situation against this godforsaken Iran. I hate their guts. I hope I hope we beat them 10-0. So yesterday... You got the press conference going on. You got the coach up there. and You got Tyler Adams, the captain of the team, 
So, and, and now you got the political bullshit, which has started to, uh, you know, make its way, started to make an appearance. So, there were several political questions that were directed toward the coach and Tyler Adams. Tyler, I think Tyler Adams is 23 years old. Great kid, though. Great captain. Listen to this, okay? So, here is an Iranian reporter, and, I mean... Th- th- He's 23 years old. They're there to play soccer, all right? I know there's problems all over the world, but they're literally there to play soccer. And I would say in a situation like this, when it comes to Iran, hey, I mean, stones and glass houses, right? Uh, Give me a break with Iran. Iran calling out the United States? We're not perfect. We're not even close to perfect. We got a lot of things wrong with us as a country. But Iran, you got some balls to throw questions like this at the United States, at these kids, at soccer players. Give this a listen here, and specifically how well the captain, Tyler Adams, handles this bullshit. You say you support the Iranian people, but you're pronouncing our country's name wrong. Our country is named Iran, not Iran. Please, once and for all, let's get this clear. Second of all, um, are you okay to be representing a country that has so much discrimination against black people in its own borders and uh, we saw the black lives matter movement uh, over the past few years my apologies on uh, the mispronunciation of your country um yeah that being said you know there's discrimination uh, everywhere you go um you know one thing that i've learned especially from living abroad in the past years and uh having to fit in in different cultures is that in the u.s we're, we're continuing to make progress uh, every single day i grew up in a in a white family with an obviously an african-american heritage and background as well so um, i had a little bit of uh, different cultures and I, I was very very easily able to assimilate in different different cultures so um you know not everyone has that that ease and uh the ability to do that and obviously it takes longer to understand and through education i think it's it's super important like you just educated me now on the pronunciation of, of your country so um yeah it, it's a it's a process i think as, as long as you see progress uh that's the most important thing i mean you gotta be kidding me he's there to play soccer and, and and credit to tyler adams great kid great captain boy did he handle that perfectly because i i, I would have come back and said i ran again uh, I ran. Okay, great. Like I, I would have, pu- I would have pulled the stepbrothers move. Now that's Iran, Iran. I, so Iran, Iran. Okay, Iran. Like I would have pulled the stepbrothers move. He handled that perfectly. Uh, it, g- give me a break. You know this. Like really, we're being grilled by Iranian by Iranians. We're being grilled by Iranian reporters. Get the hell out of here. And then, the, and then the whole the, the Black Lives Matter and. You know, a country where black people aren't treated well within their borders. He answered it perfectly. What a mensch. And, and that wasn't it. They were also asked about, about the military and about positioning in, 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 the, in the waters near, near Iran. They were asked about, excuse me, they were asked about, um, oh, there was one other political question that he was asked. So nonetheless, about black people's treatment about military, uh, pronounce Iran properly. It's this nonsense. Again, uh, stones and glass houses. Get the hell out of here. This kid handled that perfectly, and I hope we beat them 10-0. I hope we take that ass today, and then we own Iran, because that's what happens. Like I told you, 
in an elimination game, when you win, you then own that country. That country's now yours. And we're not even going to make it part of the United States. No, no, no. There's no 51st states. We just, we just kind of own you. You're going to stay out there, and you're ours now. We're in charge of Iran. So that's what's on the line today. Christian Pulisic, Captain America, let's go. I'm going to put our stamp. going to put our stamp on U.S. men's soccer. And that comes with getting a win today. Boy, I was so, I was so pissed when I saw that stuff yesterday. Iranian reporter, hey, it's saying our name right. Oh, oh, come on, no one's trying to be disrespectful. Come on, man. I'm still calling it. Out. He he should too, but he's he's too good for that. He's much better than me. Anyway, very fired up over today. The whole country's watching, man. This is going to be really great stuff. And I just want to see more soccer, man. I just want to see them get to the knockout round. I want this thing to continue on. We've been waiting a really long time for it to have just three games, and then it's over with. That'll be super disappointing. I feel like we're going to come out with a good performance today. Uh, Coming off such a good game against England, they really played so well. They deserved a better result. Uh, I I think they're trending in a direction where they're going to put it on Iran. I think you got some bad juju there from, uh, you know, the reporter grilling uh, Tyler Adams and the coach there. I I think it's all, and and he handled it so classy. Although at one point the coach did say, listen, I'm a soccer coach. He's right. I mean, what's he supposed to do? When they were talking about the military stuff, is he supposed to say, yeah, you know what? I just got the phone with Joe Biden. I made a couple suggestions as far as what we should do with our military. I get the hell out of here. That's so aggravating to me. So anyway, hey, however you're listening to the show, make sure you, uh, you hit the like button, you comment. I'll interact with you guys. Zazlo Show, uh, at Zazlo Show on Twitter. Zazlo J on Instagram. But of course, however you're listening, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Amazon, iHeart, all that, you know, put, put, a, put a like there or, or a comment, you know, rate, all that good stuff. It's for the algorithm, all right? The algorithm needs you to do that. It's super, super important, all right? So that really helps out your boy. I love you a long time. So, you know, yesterday, introduced a few new sponsors. That's right. Zaslo Show 2.0 is a growing. I appreciate everybody who's hopped on board. I love you a long time. All of our future sponsors as well. Go to Ad Zaslow Show, my Twitter bio. It's got the email. If you want to be a part of the show, we'll figure something out. I appreciate all the sponsors and all the soon-to-be sponsors. And that includes, you can hear, you know, I'm starting to get I'm starting to get better. Still, I got a little bit of a lingering cough. A cough is always the last thing to go, right? Still got a little bit of a lingering cough, but a lifesaver is my man, Dr. Alon from Doctors on Call 365. South Florida's urgent care that comes to you based in Broward County, actually very close to me here in Cooper City. You know I run Cooper City, all right? Dr. Alon, though, he's serving Broward County, Miami-Dade as well, parts of Southern Palm Beach, too. If you got any kind of illness that you're doing, well, not any kind of illness. We're not talking mental health or, or sexual health kind of situations. And obviously, if you're dealing with an emergency, you got to call 911. But I was very sick last week. What did I do? Doctors on call 365-786-577-9302. Their phones are open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. That's why it's doctorsoncall365.com. And here's what I got to ask you. What is it worth to avoid a crowded emergency room, to avoid a crowded urgent care, and then you get that bill several weeks later like, Oh my God, I owe thousands of dollars. What is it worth to be seen and treated in the comfort of your home or your office or your hotel room? That's right. You know, and most insurances, they're charging emergency room co-pays, fees for urgent care visits. So in the end, 
you're most likely going to pay less if you get treated at home by Doctors on Call 365. Whatever you got going on, let Dr. Alon and his team treat you. Again, DoctorsOnCall365.com, 786-577-9302. So we're making our way toward the Dolphins this weekend. It's Tuesday. That means Week 12's in the books. We could start to look forward to what's coming up this weekend. And what's coming up this weekend is a major matchup in San Francisco. So, the Dolphins and 49ers, there's some crossover there, right? That's right. You got the former coach, Mike McDaniel. You got some former players, <coughs> excuse me, with Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson Jr. on the team. They're, tr- they're active trade partners, these two teams. The 49ers got a lot on the line. They're trying to win that NFC West. The Miami Dolphins got a lot on the line. They're trying to win the AFC. They're right up there at the top with Kansas City. I can't believe it. What a season the Dolphins are having. And this is the stretch of games where, you know, Dolphins are 8-3. And we talked about this, the easy stretch, which is after week 12, you got to come out 8-3. and You got to take advantage. You had one difficult game when we looked at the schedule beforehand. We had one difficult game in that stretch, and that was the Vikings. But you also knew that there'd probably be one other game that you'd slip up, and that slip up, unfortunately, was the Jets. We could talk till we're blue in the face about what if Tua had played in those games. And I already told you yesterday, I think a Dolphins are sitting here 10-1 and if Tua never gets hurt. But at the same time, he got hurt, and he has come back slinging it, all right? Looking like the MVP of the league. So... You take it, all right? No regrets, right? Eight and three after that stretch of games, which is exactly what you needed to be. Well, now we're going to find out exactly what this team is really made of. Yes, if you're a really good team and the Dolphins are a really good team, you're going to beat the Browns. You're going to beat the Texans. You're going to beat the Steelers. You're going to beat those kind of teams. You're going to beat some of them soundly. But now we're going to find out what this team really is made of. Now we're going to find out, you know, if you're a Super Bowl contender. It's always going to Super Bowl. If you're a Super Bowl contender, now you're going to find out what this team is really made of. If you're a Super Bowl contender, you're about to make your statement. This is what you got coming up. At San Francisco this weekend, at the Los Angeles Chargers, Tua Herbert, going to take that ass. You know what I'm talking about. Herbert. And then at Buffalo. This three-game stretch right here. I mean, it kind of is make or break, make or break when it comes to the playoffs, too. I mean, Dolphins are second place in the AFC. But they're only one game up on seventh right now, which is the Jets. And I guess two games up on being out of the playoff picture right now. If you're a Super Bowl contender... You make your statement right now. Now, it doesn't mean sweeping these three games. But I would say, got to win two out of these three. At San Francisco, at Los Angeles, at Buffalo. Got to win two out of these three. Now, you'd like for one of those two to be at Buffalo? Especially because, I mean, you would... You would essentially wrap up the division if you win that game at Buffalo. You'd go up two games to none on them. Buffalo's division record already stinks. I think they're 0-2 in division. At San Francisco, at Los Angeles, 
at Buffalo. If you can go two out of three during that stretch, you come out of that 10 and five. I'm sorry, 10 and four. 10 and four with three games played. I felt the Dolphins were an 11 win team before the season started. You come out of that stretch 10 and four as big time. But the thing is, you did what you're supposed to do. You beat the bad teams. That's right. Beat bad teams. Now, can you beat some good teams? If you're a Super Bowl contender, not only do you beat some good teams, you beat them on the road. And and one thing we talked about a few weeks ago when the Dolphins proved that they can run the football, hey, are they going to be able to run the football in December on the road, in the cold, in January, on the road, in the cold, in a playoff game? Yes, this turned out to be a very good running the football team. But that also means in games like this weekend where it's not necessarily going to be cold in San Francisco and then in Los Angeles, but road games in September. Defense and running game travels. That's why it's so important. Defense and running game, doesn't matter the venue. They travel. Does the passing game travel? Not necessarily. If it's snowing, if it's a blizzard, passing game's going to be a problem. But defense and running game travels. And the Dolphins showing they can run the football. We're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're about to find out these next three games. So two out of three at San Francisco, at Los Angeles, at Buffalo, you'll be sitting pretty. But we're going to find out what this team is made of here. Very exciting stuff. And how about some bulletin board material? So, like I mentioned there, you got former Dolphins, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson Jr., and you got some back and forth now going on. So how about this? So there was an article. Uh, I think was it was it Yahoo maybe? Uh, anyway, there was an article recently that I'm trying to see where it was. Mm, I'm not sure where it was. But anyway, so there, there are quotes here from Raheem Mostert. This is from Tyler Dunn on Twitter. Dolphins 49ers next week will be a humdinger. I chatted with Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson, and they didn't hold back on their new opportunity. Quote, we have way better talent here. It's going to get spooky. We have a quarterback who can actually sling it. All right. So that's obviously a shot at Jimmy Garoppolo. But at the same time, he's, you know, same thing that Tyreek Hill did before the season started where, I don't know, it's kind of more about showing you that his guy too is awesome. But the way that you put the headline there, we got a quarterback who could actually sling it. That's a salacious headline. That, that's kind of clickbait stuff right there. And so Debo Samuel got a hold of it. Debo Samuel tweeted out, Raheem, be real with yourself. This was yesterday morning. So Debo ain't happy about it. And Debo's standing up for his guy. All right. Uh, and Raheem Mostert here goes on. Moster also criticized the 49ers for rushing players back from injury too soon and using his decision to have season-ending surgery against him in free agency. Uh, quote, I got to turn up. Former employers, they got to come see me. They got to come see about me. Me and Jeff Wilson Jr. are going to go crazy. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love the Dolphins running backs. And then you got uh, another 49er, Charles Omenihu. Someone thinking they go and run crazy on our defense is funny. So you got, you got some back and forth going on here. But Raheem Mostert jumps in now. He's not so happy about it because he writes, what clickbait? Not once did I dog Jimmy G in my interview. Did I praise our QB1? 
Hell yeah, I did. But I also threw out compliments to my former QB. But hey, let's leave that part out. So yeah, Raheem's kind of claiming there. He got me into a little bit of clickbait nonsense because apparently he did say good stuff about his former quarterback. I think you could understand, though, when the 49ers players see the comment that says, you know, we got a quarter, uh, we have way better talent here. Okay, fine. But also, we have a quarterback that can actually sling it. Whether he meant it as a jab toward Jimmy G. You could totally see the 49er guys saying, yo, that's not cool. You could see that. But it's also from a writer's perspective. Yeah, you're kind of putting out the clickbait stuff right there. So I could see both sides of it. But the point is, you got back and forth right now between the 49ers and the Dolphins. And it's Tuesday. It's all it's Tuesday. Game Sunday. It's Tuesday. So... You're going to get, the players are going to start talking tomorrow after practice, that whole deal, and you're going to have the reporters asking about it, and we're going to have some fun leading up to Sunday. But the Dolphins guys got chip on their shoulder, especially Raheem Mostert, clearly. He thinks that they dogged him out because he wouldn't, uh, because of the injury situation, because he chose to have surgery. So Raheem Mostert, after not playing last week, maybe a little bit rested, he's got something to show, and Jeff Wilson Jr. being trade midseason. You know, hey, you trade for Christian McCaffrey, who we know is amazing. And then you dealt me. I got something to show you, too. Obviously, a Dolphins offensive line situation is uh, ain't making you feel so good. But I, I like to believe that with a week of preparation, they figure that situation out at left tackle. Obviously, you're going to be without Teron Armstead for the foreseeable future. Apparently, it's not going to be for the entire year. Thank goodness that's the case. If you look at the AFC playoff picture right now, how good is this? You know, finishing second is so huge because you get two home games. You would get a home game the wild card round and a home game the divisional round. But right now, if the playoffs started today, which would be really weird if the playoffs started today because you do have six games left. But if the playoffs started today, Dolphins are 8-3 and three, second place in the AFC. The team that they would host, wild card weekend, Jets. Oh my God. You know what? Let me let me send out a prayer right quick. Let me say a prayer quick. Please, Hashem. Please, please have the Dolphins finish second place in the AFC and have the Jets get the final wild card spot. And then we could play them at home week 17. We could take that ass. And then the Jets, they have to come right back here the very next weekend and we could take their ass again and end their season. Oh, please, Hashem. I love you so much. Yeah. If that can be the scenario, if that's what our week one, if that's what our wild card weekend can be, And we play the Jets, the stupid Jets. Oh, my God. Please, please let that be who we wind up facing in the first round. Right now, you have, it would be the Jets at the Dolphins, Bengals at the Titans. They just played this past weekend. And Buffalo at Baltimore. We all know they had the huge comeback there at the end. Baltimore loves blowing games. That would be kind of cool, though, if the Dolphins host the Jets in Week 18. And then they play them the very next week. In the postseason, be awesome. So that's what you're looking at right now. Uh, okay, so before we get Ed Jovanovsky on the show here, that's right, we're going to talk to one of my all time favorites. Ed Jovanovsky will chime in here. Uh, Want to make sure that we get to some NFL stuff here outside the Dolphins. And what I'm talking about is it's Tuesday. All right, it's Tuesday. That means week 12 has been wrapped up. And that means it's time to see which NFL fan bases are having good times and who's having hard times. That's right. Hard times, daddy. 
You know, we do this every Tuesday, all right? Not not including the Dolphins. Which NFL fan bases right now are having good times and which are having hard times after this previous week's actions? We got three for each. Good times right now. Number three, the New York Jets fan. The Jets are now 7-4. and four. You know their defense is legit. They benched Zach Wilson. And the worst thing that could have happened for Zach Wilson ended up happening, which was Mike White went out there and was slinging it against, I know it's the Chicago Bears, but he was slinging it. The Jets showed you they could score a little bit. So it might be hard times, Daddy, for Zach Wilson. But overall, for the Jets fam, Jets fans having good times right now. Number two, good times are being had by the Jacksonville Jaguars fan. The Jags are four and seven. The Jags come from behind victory. Again, double-digit comeback against the Ravens. Game-winning touchdown and two-point conversion led by Trevor Lawrence. That's why the Jaguars are having good times because, hey, maybe Trevor Lawrence is going to be the guy. Maybe Trevor Lawrence is him. That's what the kids say, right? I don't know. I'm not a kid. So number two, Jaguars fans are having good times. And number one, the Los Angeles Chargers fan is having the best times this week. They're having good times because essentially their season was saved. They're six and five. They're on the outside looking in, but their season was essentially saved. Come from behind victory against Arizona, two-point conversion, Austin Eckler and Justin Herbert and the Chargers. They essentially keep their season alive. So after week 12, the Chargers fan is having good times. So number three, Jets fan. Number two, Jaguars fan. Number one, Chargers fan. Now, who's having hard times, daddy, after week 12 NFL action? Number three, hard times for the Seattle Seahawks fan. The Seahawks dropped to six and five. They were like the darling of the NFL. Geno Smith was in MVP conversations. They're coming crashing back down to earth quite a bit. The Seahawks, they lose this weekend. They're having hard times, Daddy. Number two, the Ravens fan. Hard times, Daddy, for the Ravens fan. They blow another double-digit lead, I believe, for the fourth time this year. This time, it was at the lowly Jacksonville Jaguars. And, of course, after the game, Lamar Jackson is telling fans to eat a you-know-what. That's hard times, Daddy. And number one, the hardest times right now, after week 12, are being had... By the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. They can't hold the lead. They don't score enough points. They lose in overtime to the Cleveland Browns 23-17. And the Bucs are now 6-5. They are not. Look, they play in a terrible division. So they're still very much in the playoff picture. But that's not a good Bucs team. The Bucs fan is having hard times. So right now, number three hard times, Seahawks fan. Number two hard times, Ravens fan. And the hardest times after week 12 is being had by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. And that right there is another edition of Good Times and Hard Times. So, Dolphins and 49ers this weekend. Good opportunity for remind you to come on out to Briny Irish Pub in Pompano and hang out with me. I was there this past weekend hanging out with Adam and Alan. Joey from It's Still Real to Me. My pal Joey Levin came out. My son was with me. We watched the Dolphins take that ass over the Texans. Briny Irish Pub in Pompano. BrinyPubPompano.com. We're talking drink specials every day. Great Irish. 
Sub an Irish car bomb. Let's go. You and me, we'll do Irish car bombs together. On Atlantic Boulevard, you drive straight out to the Atlantic. Boom. Right there on the south side is Briny Irish Pub. You can't miss it. BrinyPubPompano.com. We got live music every single night. NFL Sunday ticket. Come watch the Dolphins with me this weekend at Briny Irish Pub. Food's so good. Shepherd pie. Oh, my God. I love shepherd pie so much. You guys know that. Everybody knows that. All right. So the Panthers last night. Man, Panthers. Tonight they're in Calgary as this road trip continues. But I'm so bummed about the Panthers. They dropped now to two games under 500. They're 10, 8, and 4. And I got a lot of questions. The Panthers blow it last night. They take the early lead. one nothing. Matthew Kachuk, who has been fantastic. And tonight you got Kachuk back in Calgary. But Matthew Kachuk, who has been everything. I think he's been everything we hoped he would be. Anton Lundell ties the game at two in the middle of the third period. He's done a terrific job essentially filling in for Sasha Barkov the last few games. And Brandon Montour, he's having a great season. He gives the Panthers a 3-2 lead with, I don't know, it was like six, seven minutes left in the game. And they can't hang on. The Panthers give up the game-tying goal with four and a half seconds remaining. 3-3. Spencer Knight was great. He was awesome. And his defense continues to let him down. There's always some t- several times there are breakdowns. Or there's five-on-threes, which, by the way, another five-on-three yesterday for a full minute, which the Panthers and Spencer Knight killed off. Spencer Knight was awesome last night. He gets no blame. But they give up the game-tying goal with four and a half seconds left. They get a little bit unlucky. And then very quickly in overtime, they wind up losing 4-3. Sucks. I mean, it seems that they can't, they can't quite put it together. It's so frustrating. All right, so the Panthers last night with just a crushing loss. You know how I feel about that. Uh, this team, it feels like one step forward, two steps back. And we'll, we'll go out here to the Zaslow Show 2.0 guest line, brought to us by our new pals, Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. Go get yourself a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. You're going to feel like you're right back in the Caribbean. You pick it up at Sedano's, Presidente, or Winn-Dixie. you got specials out right now because of the holidays. Make sure you pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba and stay tranquilo. Joining us now, all-time great Florida Panther, Ed Jovanovsky here with us. And appreciate you hanging out with us, man. Uh, first of all, how do you like, I don't know if you could see in the background here, I got a new addition. I got uh, I got my old school Pavel Bure Panther jersey right there. Oh, there you go. I mean, I know, I, I know you were traded for him. You know, that was a rough day for, for 17, 18-year-old Jonathan Zaslow because I've told this story before, Ed, where uh, I, I, I spent a lot of money. You know, back then, 17, 18 years old, hockey sweaters are expensive, man. Authentic hockey jerseys are very expensive. I had an Ed Jovanovsky hockey sweater made for me. I saved up money. I'm 17, 18 years old. I swear to God, Ed, the very first day I wore it. You were traded to Vancouver for Pavel Bure. I couldn't believe wow. it. I couldn't believe it. I spent so much money on this jersey. I couldn't believe it. And now he's gone. Yeah, you know, that's hey, same like me. I, mean, I was 22 at the time when I got traded, sitting around, uh, you know, the dinner table. And I think I told this story. My daughter was six months old at the time. And, um, you know, yeah, talk about just kind of picking up and moving. But that, that's you know, it is what it is. It happened. It's part of the business. But I apologize that you had to spend that money and then get uh, me get traded. But you got a good beret one there. 
Yes, yeah, it's all right. Uh, so let's uh, let's talk a little bit about what's going on with the team right now, man. I love the Panthers so much, and I'm I'm so frustrated. I, I guess disappointed too. I feel like it's one step forward, two steps back right now. Last night, I mean, four and a half seconds remaining. We catch an unlucky break where the whistle right before it, it looked like we were about to clear the puck once again. The game was probably going to be over at that point. It goes over the glass, so instead you get the face-off still in the zone, and you wind up getting right off the face-off game-tying goal. Panthers lose it immediately in overtime. I feel like it's one step forward, two steps back, Ed, where the win last week against Boston, I'm like, okay, we just kicked the shit out of the best team in hockey right now, and then the next two games, blow a 4-1 lead at home, and then blow a late lead last night. It feels like we just can't get this train going on the tracks, man. Yeah, you're you're right, and 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 probably from from us calling the games and and being around the team in all the time, that Boston win was huge, and then um, for for whatever reason, it seems like they, a different style of game creeps into their into their game, and they just look disconnected at times, and and I think when you get disconnected as a group. Uh, guys are searching to do things maybe uncharacteristically of their game, and everything just kind of falls apart. But yesterday was a great road game. You know, they had they had the lead. They gave it away. They fought back and took over the lead in the third. And then, um, you know, just a couple breakdowns there on, on the tying goal. You're right. It goes off a shin pad. It goes over the glass. Um, I thought on that play on the tying goal, uh, there could have been a little bit of better coverage. I thought Reinhardt, if he just held his position there at his point position, uh, it would probably have been a nothing play or McDavid wouldn't have tried to pass that over, you know, to Bouchard. But, you know, things happen so quick. As you know that in hockey, you know, sometimes reaction, you know, you're just not quick enough or whatever the reason. But um, certainly right now, you this group's got to dig in and find a way to get consistent help me understand something as as a defenseman yourself you know from what i understand paul maurice it's it's a new system especially a new defensive system can you explain to me what it is they're doing differently on that side of the ice this year than last year well I mean, every team, when you look at teams, everybody, you're talking the defensive zone. Zaz. Yeah. Every team wants to play in layers. When the puck's in the corner, you have your you have your guy defending. Usually the next guy's behind you, and the other guy's close in proximity where if he does get beat, he can shift over. That's on the simple. That's how everybody plays the game. But for whatever reason, this year, the Panthers are finding ways to turn pucks over. And they're not clearing pucks in that gray area at the blue line. It seems to be an area where the puck is coming back into their zone. And you put the goalies in difficult positions, but making tough saves. And it's just one of those Murphy's Law right now, I think, for the Panthers. And I think any time they make a mistake in the defensive zone, it ends up in your net. And that just comes from like being just being a more aware just being stronger on the puck, the will to win those battles, to get the puck out in the, in the tough areas. 
And um, I think right now it just it's just not good enough on that end. And I and you hear the players, they're all saying the same thing too. It's just a couple breaks during the game that are costing them. For example, yesterday the, the power McDavid power play goal, unacceptable. The change that happened, you know, they spring McDavid on the breakaway. You know, it's it's just a bad line change at the time. Am am I like are my eyes telling me the truth? Where it, it seems to me. We let a lot of guys get behind our defense this year, you know, uh, and and I don't remember that being the case last year. I, am I right about that? Yeah, it's it's the new NHL too. I, I think guys are blowing the zone, uh, keeps the defense defending D man honest. Where one guy you got to go back, but yeah, some you know the forwards are creative and and to create offense, you're sneaking behind defense. You got to be aware, you know, of your surroundings and where guys are, but. Um, it seems right. You're right, though. It seems like we give up, you know, breakaways, two on ones, odd man rushes. Um, you know, it's one of those areas that I'm sure the coach and players like to clean up. So what goes on in that dressing room right now, Ed, where that, you know, most of the guys were on the team last year. President's Cup winner. I mean, they, they were amazing the start of the season. They've had a really tough start to this season. What's going on in that dressing room right now? Like how how do they make sure they they tell each other? Hey, this is a really long season. Like, what's happening right now? Well, just try to be positive. I know it's hard. I think, especially in games, how you've lost them of late. Um, you just don't want that creeping into your play. The guys are capable of doing really good things. They're 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 a well coached team. Um, they got great leadership on the team. You just got to go out there and execute. And it's not going to get easier going into Calgary. You know tonight. Um, you know, the parity around the NHL is very, very tough. You have to be ready to play each and every night. And I think that's the message, I think, right there. You know, whatever happened, happened. We got to worry about the next game. And if we play, you know, the way we're capable of playing for 60 minutes, then it gives us a best chance to win. There's going to be times during a game mistakes happen. And I think everybody can live with mistakes. It just don't let it be the repetitive ones that end up killing each and every night. So Matthew Kachuk goes back to Calgary tonight. That's going to be pretty cool. He had the goal yeah. against Calgary. Well, was it a week and a half ago? It ended up being the game tying goal, and we lost that game in overtime. Uh, he's been everything we hoped he would be, right? Right. Now, as advertised, as I think he, um, you see what he's done as far as the points. I mean, I think he's 28 or 29 points right now. He's having an excellent start to the year. But he can see his, you know, his grit, you know, around the net. You can see the theatrics, you know, putting the old, you know, they're, they're booing him yesterday in Edmonton. <clears throat> I'm sure it's going to be interesting tonight. It'll be a fun atmosphere for him. He spent uh, his first five, six years, wherever it is, in Calgary. So it's always nice going back. But, yeah, he um, got to know him a little bit, hung out with him, uh, you know, a couple times. Uh, just loves hockey. Just like, you know, 24-year-old, making a boatload of money, living in South Florida, uh, but loves his teammates, loves the team. He couldn't be happier being here. That's got to be awesome, right, for someone like himself. And I, I suppose he grew up in Arizona, but obviously played his first few years in Calgary. Um, you know, granted, he's spent time in Arizona, but a young player uh, who plays a, a northern sport, and now you get to live in South Florida – I mean, he must love it. Like, you you were drafted 18 years old, and you get to spend the first few years of your career here in South Florida. That's probably awesome right. for a young kid, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, living on the water, um, you know, and you have a, you're playing for the organization is one of these organization organizations that people are talking about that they want to play for. And, and this team is going to be good for years. They got a good young group. And I think him thrown in this situation, listen, you're different. You're in Calgary You're in a hockey Mecca there. It's eat, sleep and breathe hockey here. You can get away you know, a little bit. And I think he's enjoying that, you know, as a player, but um, he understands that you can easily get distracted here as well. So I think the focus needs you know, remain on his job. His number one priority is performing out there, but, uh, certainly when things are going well, as we know in this market, um, there's not a better place. I mean, it's winter time. It's beautiful out. Um, keep the body feeling good. That sunshine making it feel good. It's always nice seeing that. But, yeah, these guys know what they need to do, though. Give me, uh, give me some thoughts here. I know you're a big basketball fan. You've been keeping up with the heat lately. I mean, talk about slow starts to the season. Uh, the same thing with the heat right now, Ed. You know what, Zaz, I haven't this year. Um, one thing I do love is I love betting the first quarter. <laughs> what do you, so what's the strategy there? Like, do you go with the home team? I don't know. They seem that, I, you know, I don't know this year. The previous years, they're money in the first quarter. They're <laughs> always, they always cover, no matter what, for the most part, seven out of ten times they cover that. They cover that line in the first quarter. But, um yeah, I don't know how they've started. I know they're they're not the same. They're a game year, under. They're a game under right game now. Game under. Yeah. Um, but I think in basketball, you can be eight games under and make the playoffs. That's right. Right. That's right. right. Are you uh, are you into uh, you know today? We've been talking about it on the show today. We got the U.S. men's hockey team today. This uh, hockey team, the U.S. men's soccer team, this afternoon right. against Iran. You paying attention to the World Cup at all? You into it at all? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I, I woke up this morning. Um, although I just got home at one in the morning after the game last night, but I still woke up. I'm not sure the games usually start at 5 a.m. Yeah. This morning, this morning they didn't start. Oh, is that right? I have, I haven't even checked recently. Yeah, is that true? Is there I not a 5 a.m. today? It, unless, unless it's on a completely different channels on Fox or, or, uh, you know what? You're right. Out. It's, it, you're right. It, it's two 10 a.m. games and two 2 p.m. games. You know right. what it probably is since, since now it's the third and final game, they want the teams who are in the same group playing at the same time so they can't score. Right, right. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'll be bellied up somewhere at 2 o'clock probably watching that, that game. I'm, I'm rooting for them. Um, I, I really think that, that they have the chance to win this game this afternoon. I hope, I hope so. If it, doesn't get, if it doesn't get crazy. I hope so, man. And big controversy. You know, I mean, not controversy. But right. Yes. That's what that's what I'm saying. It's always the stupid political stuff that's yep. coming into, uh, yep. you know, into play. And that's why I said I hope it doesn't get crazy. But I, I think the players handle it, you know, great. Listen to their press conference. Um, they they got to be excited to have the opportunity to win and win. So it's it's going to be a fun one. Did you play for Team Canada in the Olympics or in juniors? I I did. I played in the. Uh, uh, 2002 Olympics in Salt Lake. What does that feel like, man? Like, you, do you feel the weight of the country? Yeah, it was like 50 years to the date when we won that, uh, when we beat the U.S. for the gold medal game. Um, yeah, it was just the whole experience. As I mean, the, you know, from the Olympic Village to just hanging out with all the different athletes, 
Um, it was a neat experience, and me being in my early twenties, um, it was a, it was it was pretty cool being in that environment. But certainly something that I can uh, look back on and and cherish that moment. You uh, you back on television tonight? We do a little late night with the cats again tonight in Calgary. No, I'm I'm actually off for the next couple of days. My brother's coming in town. I have my member guest tournament. Okay. So after these uh, few games, I'll be back at it. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, great job, Ben. I appreciate you jumping on board with us. We, we got to get this thing going. They just got to string together. Like, give me give, give me a four or five game win streak and let's get this thing going, you know? Yeah, as easily you can kind of slide out of things. And I think from the start of the year to now, let's be honest, we didn't think the Florida Panthers were going to be in this position, fight for a wild card spot or not even in the top three in their in their division. But there is a lot of hockey, and this team, it, you're right, it's going to take that. It's going to take, you know, going on a run, winning three out of five games, you know, consistently for, for the rest of the year. And, and they, they can do so. I think you get um, – I think the team is really happy with Spencer Knight. I think he's been excellent yeah. in that, giving the team the chance to win each and every night. And then uh, get Barkov back. Hopefully he's going to get healthy here. And um, – you know, get on a roll. Usually these trips out west are a good bonding time for, for the guys. Um, so hopefully they can find a way that get at least, um, um, you know, find a way to at least go 500 on this trip. Do they say to themselves, hey, let's win it for our brother Kachuk tonight, going back to Calgary. We know he needs a big performance. You get a little extra motivation there from the guys? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it'll be exciting for him, but exciting for the guys to be in that atmosphere as well. They'll, uh, I'm sure they'll want to, usually what happens in hockey is the guy, the former player, you know, puts a little, little cash on the board, you know? So I imagine him signing an $80 million deal that that <laughs> cash might be pretty significant. Okay. So, um, and it goes into that team fund for that, the end of the year for dinner, or it goes to the trainers. You know, in hockey, the guys are super, you know, take care of the trainers because they, you know, their jobs are just, you know, in the middle of the night, they're unloading bags. So these guys really take care of the trainers. So, and yeah, it's one big family, man. These guys want, you know, his player, uh, their new teammate now to come into their old environment where he spent a lot of years, you know, and kick the, kick the, kick him right in the ass. Yeah, man. Get a win. Yeah, great job, Ed. Keep up the great work on television. I pr- I always appreciate you hopping on board with us. Thank you so much, man. All right, guys. Anytime, brother. Excellent job there by Ed. And, of course, Ed Jovanovsky's appearance here and all guests appearing on Zaslow Show 2.0 were brought to us by Johnny Cuba. We introduced Johnny Cuba yesterday. New sponsor on the show. A refreshing German lager in a can. European Roots. With a Caribbean soul, that's right, Johnny Cuba, and you can go check out, go pick yourself up a six pack. I, I, that's all I want to do after the show today. Show's over, ready to go out back, lounge around, open up a six pack of Johnny Cuba. Again, right now you got holiday specials for six packs: Sedanos, Presidente, Went Dixie. Go crack open a can of Johnny Cuba. You know what I'm talking about. Hey, and you pick yourself up also. You know I love hot sauce in the Zaslow family, in the Zaslow mansion. Pick yourself up some hot sauce made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. Johnny Cuba, that is, those are my guys right there. All right. So look, huge day today. You may be listening to the show right now, 
and you already know that the U.S. men's national team won. Well, you're in the future. I don't know if they won yet or not. But on top of the soccer, you got the heat tomorrow night. Panthers back in action tonight at Calgary. No wrestling. Well, you got NXT tonight. I had my stories last night. Haven't quite finished Monday Night Raw. Got to get on my stories this afternoon. I'll get to that. But got to wrap up the show. And you know what that means. Let's find out. Is it a big deal or is it not a big deal? That's right. You know how this goes. Every day at the end of the show, we tell you if it's a big deal or if it's not a big deal. And here's what we got. Big deal or not a big deal. Yesterday, Metallica, probably the greatest heavy metal band of all time, Metallica announced a, I think, uh, I don't know how many shows it is, but anyway, they're doing a, a, a stadium tour in North America, United States, and Canada beginning mid-next year. It's going to be 2023 and 2024. It includes a bunch of stops in Canada, uh, Montreal, Edmonton, Calgary, I believe, in the States. We're talking uh, Boston, Chicago, St. Louis, Tennessee. They're not coming down here, unfortunately. But I don't know. I'm thinking maybe Chicago, Soldier Field. That could be something fun to go to next year. But here's the hook, all right? They're playing two shows in all of these venues. One day, day off, and then the next show. They're playing two shows in all of these venues. And the key is completely different sets. So you go to the one show, come back to the next one as well. They're going to be completely different sets. Now that's awesome, all right? That's very cool. But for someone like myself, I love Pearl Jam. I've seen them 25 times. It's not a competition. But I've seen Pearl Jam 25 times. You never get the same set. Absolutely never, ever, ever get the same set. You see them two nights in a row. You see them two weeks in a row. You see them uh, two separate months from each other. You're never, ever, ever getting the same set. So it's just funny when bands like Metallica do. It's like, hey, guess what? We're going to play two shows in your city. And guess what? We're not going to play the same set. Well, all right. That's the way it should always be. But overall, getting to see Metallica, that's obviously a big deal. I'd like to plan a trip and go see them next year. So Metallica, tour, that's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? James Jones, NBA champion with the Miami Heat, University of Miami alum, Sable Palm Elementary represent. That's my guy right there. You know I'm childhood friends with James Jones. That's my dog. James Jones has been promoted to president of basketball operations for the Phoenix Suns. He's done a tremendous job. He's obviously one of the better executives. The Phoenix Suns were a laughingstock for so many years. You know, the situation with the owner as well doesn't make things any easier. And James Jones has shown that he is long for an executive position in the NBA. So James Jones being promoted to president of basketball operations for the Phoenix Suns, that's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? The Los Angeles Lakers last night dropped to 7-12, and 12, I think it is, right? 7-12 and 12 or 5-12? and 12? Hmm. Let me, th- let me look this up real quick. I want to make sure that I get it right. But the Lakers last night, they dropped the game right, I mean, at the buzzer, like right before the buzzer. They gave up a three-pointer. They blew a 17-point fourth quarter lead to the Indiana Pacers. The Lakers are now 7-12 and 12 overall, like I said. They lose to the Pacers. LeBron James, oh, 
LeBron has only been in the lineup, and he's in the lineup last night. LeBron has only been in the lineup for three wins so far this year with the Lakers. We're almost in December. The Lakers blowing a 17-point fourth-quarter lead last night at home to the Pacers. That, that's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. The Lakers suck. Hey, that's not a good team. I don't know what to tell you. Not a big deal. And finally, today at 2 o'clock, U.S. Men's National Team. It's do or die, baby, against Iran at 2 o'clock. If we win, not only do we advance to the knockout round, but we then take ownership of Iran. That becomes our country. Captain America, Christian Pulisic, he's going to have a big game today. He's going to put his stamp on U.S. men's soccer today. U.S. men national soccer team against Iran. That's a big deal. You know what I'm talking about. I didn't explain that to you. You know that. And that right there is another edition of big deal or not a big deal. Yes. Can we start the show tomorrow talking about the U.S. men's national soccer team advancing to the quarterfinals? Can we also talk about the Florida Panthers getting back on track tonight after a win in Calgary against Matthew Kachuk's old team, the Flames? Is that Can we start the show like that tomorrow? Is that possible? Am I asking for too much? I don't think so. All right. Thanks to Ed Jovanovsky for joining us today. He's one of our favorites. Everybody knows that. Thanks to everybody involved in putting together the show today. Great job by everybody. Excellent show. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies. For both trailers and motorhomes, let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry. They specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.